Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. Hey, the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and this podcast, Mom Fashions with the Real Kathy Lee. We want to specifically thank Sony Pictures for sponsoring us this month. Their feature film, Smurfs A Lost Village, is out now. You can learn more at smurfsmovie.com and check out their Christian study guide on our show notes page at therealkathylee.com or at affirmsfilms.com. Hey guys, we are at episode nine of The Real Kathy Lee. I'm so glad you're here. Today I'm going to kind of just get raw and ugly and share exactly why I'm such a hot mess. A couple years ago, I wrote a blog post that got a lot of attention. It was called Confessions of a Fake Supermom. And, you know, I, I wrote it because so many times I would go out places and people would hear how many kids I had and they would hear you know, that I'd adopted so many kids and quickly I would be put on a pedestal. And and as many times as I would say, no, no, really, I'm a hot mess. People are like, sure, sure you are. And and to be honest, I don't think it does anyone any good when we go out there and pretend we have it all together. I know when I see women who seem to have it all together, talk to them, I quickly just get more insecure and think, dang, what am I doing wrong? And And I think the older I got, the more I realized, you know what, no one has it all together. Um, All of us have certain parts of our lives together, and those are usually the parts that we highlight. I know that social media has made that even worse. I remember the time that I posted a picture of Valentine's breakfast that I'd made for my kids. I mean, I love to go out on Valentine's. I decorate the table. I write them love notes. I do all these things that are great. And so I took a picture of it and threw it on social media. And I mean, I didn't even get the picture posted before all heck broke loose in my home. And the kids are fighting. They're storming. I think only half of them ate the breakfast. They're ticked off. And it just fell apart. And I thought, you know, that's what I get for being kind of, hey, look at my cool breakfast or whatever I did for the kids. And I don't know that my motives were that. I was proud of what I had done. But at the same time, we only show the snapshots of perfection. We don't show the mess behind the scenes and behind the lens. And so I thought today maybe I would share a little bit of that, of of why I, not that I'm a fake. I mean, I'm pretty authentic, really, about that I'm a hot mess. I will tell you right up front, look, I mess up more than I get it right. But I keep trying to get it right. Tomorrow, I'm going to get up and try and get it right again. Probably will mess up again. I'm thankful for forgiveness. I'm thankful for grace. I'm thankful for kids who know that their mom doesn't have it all together. And she, Well, of course they know, but I'm thankful that they forgive me when I have to ask for forgiveness. So I'm going to make this a two-part series. Created a little top 10, what makes me a you know fake super mom. And we'll go through them. And I would love to get your input. I'd love for you to email me at uh, Kathy at Kathy H. Lee if you've got questions, if you want to share your stories. I would love to talk more about this subject. So let's get started. The first thing I want to say that makes me, you know, not really a good super mom is that I don't always cook for my kids. And I know early on I would stress myself out trying to cook for my kids. Always. You know, I wanted to do 
organic and I wanted to knock it out of the park with big meals and breakfast and had my menu plan and I did all these things and they were great, but I would be so stressed out so many times about what I was going to do for all these meals. And I, the older they get, I have to say, I have said yes to some crazy breakfast ideas. I mean, uh, one time Sarah woke up and wanted Twizzlers for breakfast and I'm like, yeah, why not? Knock yourself out. Now, do we make that a steady diet? No, I try and do an 80-20. We try and eat healthy most of the time. But I would tell you, there are times where it's like, cakes left over from Henry's birthday? You want cake? Okay, have cake. Count, you know, there's surely there's eggs in there. There's something um, nutritious in there. But I don't. I don't stress out over it. There are days I cook, but there are days where, hey, y'all want cereal for dinner? Let's have cereal for dinner. And you know what? Sometimes those are the best meals. We sit around, we laugh. The cleanup is easy. No one's fighting over cleanup. And it really is so much better because I'm not in the kitchen slaving and fighting and yelling at somebody to help me or clean up or all these things. And so if that's you, just let go of some of that. Um, you don't have to cook three meals a day Every single day, you can have sandwiches for dinner one night. It is okay. It does not determine your worth as a mom and your worth as a woman to just let go of some of that. So give yourself grace. And if you've not heard me say that yet, you're going to hear me say it a bazillion times, right? Give yourself grace. So me, Kathy Lee, podcaster, author, speaker, I don't even cook meals for my kids all the time. In fact, now that they're older, they cook for themselves so much. The other day I was teaching Henry how to make uh, his own fried eggs. He loves over easy eggs. At the same time, Jackson's wanting to do French toast. And I'm like, buddy, I, I can't do all this. If you want French toast, get in here and I'll teach you how to make it so you know from now on. And he did. He came in there and he made it. And that's the best thing, honestly, is get them in there cooking. And so they are going to be more successful as adults because they have done some of that. So... Confession, I don't always cook for my kids. Next one. <laughs> this is a really honest one. Sometimes I yell at my kids. Um, I freak out. Oh my gosh. And, and I've gotten better as I've gotten older, but um, someone pointed out to me not long ago, they noticed that our family sometimes goes from zero to 10 in, in, in an instant. And I think that person was right. And I think I've had to look at that um, is that because I go from zero to 10, their dad goes from zero to 10. Where does that come from? But we, we do tend to do that as a family. We are very passionate and we get passionate quickly, but I know too many times I have, um, reacted swiftly and in anger when I shouldn't have one story, one of the worst parenting moments that I can remember, my son is probably going to need therapy because of this one. I was eight months pregnant with Henry. I had been planning all these meals to freeze so that I would be ready. Henry was, I guess, at the time, maybe number six coming along, or I, can't remember, I lose count where he was in the mix, six at the time. And so I had put all these meals in the freezer, and John Michael and his buddy were playing down in the basement and had crawled across the cord and unplugged the freezer. And I, of course I didn't know it at the time. It was until I asked John Michael to bring me the bag of ice out of the freezer and he brought me the empty bag and I realized what had happened. And I remember waddling down to the basement, you know, opening the freezer to this thawed out mess and wailing in despair. I mean, it was ridiculous. I'm screaming, I'm crying, I am hysterical over 
freezer full of food gone bad. And I remember calling Leslie, who is now my business partner, then we were good good friends, we're still good friends, but we were just good friends, not business partners. And anyway, I remember calling her just, oh my gosh, my world is falling apart. I've just yelled at John Michael and, you know, children's services probably should have shown up. I was so ugly. And boy, did I learn a lesson that day. So not only... Um, did I ask forgiveness later to John Michael? And he quickly offered it so quickly to forgive his mother for her foolishness. Leslie rallied some women and they brought me so many meals to put back in my freezer. And they were better meals because Leslie, oh my goodness, is the most amazing cook. And anyone else's food is, I think, always better. And so they filled my freezer back. More food, better food within 24 hours. It was as if it had not happened. And, and it's just a quick reminder to me, or not a quick, but a, just a deep reminder. Man, take deep breaths before you react. <laughs> Try and think through what you're about to say, because once it comes out, you can't take it back. You can say you're sorry. They can be quick to forgive. But words, the words we say to our kids become their inner voice. It just does. And so... Man, every time I think about when I've yelled at my kids, I just want to shake myself and go, girl, what are you doing? Come on. Those words are going to go deep in their soul. And I've had to go back and say, I am so sorry. Please forgive me. I am such an imperfect mom. I love you. I'm for you. I am going to work hard to choose my words better next time. So I would encourage you to do the same. If you are one that is quick to yell, try and come up with a system where you take a deep breath, where you just close your eyes, where you go into another room before you react. I have found if I react in a way that calms my children versus almost amping them up, it is always better. If I can just diffuse it, Whatever we're working through will go so much few, so much better that way. So I have learned to do that over time. So the next reason I'm a fake, <laughs> and I've put some pictures up on the show notes, so you'll have to go check those out at therealkathylee.com. My house can get really messy. Now, if you know me, you know I like a clean house. I like things in their place. I like to um, organize my pantry. I like my labels facing out. I do. But I mean, my house can get really messy. And you can always tell where my spirit is by checking out my closet. If my closet is neat, because I'm one of those girls, I like my black shirts hanging up, my white shirts hanging up, my pack. I mean, I like it organized. But there are times it goes all over the place. There are clothes and shoes and belts and everything everywhere. And it can get just out of control. And so I always want to ask myself, okay, why is it out of control? Is it out of control because I'm too busy? Is it out of control because we're having fun and I'm saying yes? Is it out of control because the children are not helping? What has gotten us to that place? And so, and then I try and rally and we get back. But there, and it is an ebb and flow. There are times you can walk into my house and it's clean. But day to day, you walk in, there's going to be some element of messiness in there. There's going to be some stuff everywhere. We have, you know, kids everywhere. I try and teach them to put their things in certain places. Shoes go here, book bags go here. Um, But it is not perfect. It is far from perfect. And again, I try and grace, grace, give myself grace, give them grace. 
So if you are one that, now I do think there's a responsibility to teach our kids to be good stewards of what they've been given. And I think it is a way to show our partners that they are important, that we take care of the space we have. So don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying everybody just let their house go messy. I'm just saying, you know what? It's not perfect all the time. I do my best. We have chores. We do different things, but it can get messy and it can get really messy. I mean, there are moments as the picture will show you. I think um, the pictures on the show notes that I put up there is one time I had told the kids they had not been doing their laundry. My kids are supposed to do their own laundry for the most part. And um, this is the time they had let their laundry pile up. So I'm like, hey guys, I just want to get all the laundry. We're about to go on vacation. I want to get all the laundry. So bring your stuff down. And everybody brought just piles and piles of stuff out of their rooms and all into the laundry. And it was a hot mess. So I posted that up there so you'll get a good laugh. And there's also one of it clean. And so what we present to the world and then what's behind the scenes, right? And not how it is, but that's everyone. That's not just me. So you've got to remember that there is no such thing as perfectionist parenting. It doesn't exist. So you can't beat yourself up that you didn't get to this, you didn't get to that. And things happen. I mean, I get up in the morning and I am even recording this podcast. My day was planned. I was going to get up bright and early, record this, get it done, edit it off to the producers. And instead, I had to hop in my car, drive 45 minutes away, look for a birth certificate, take a kid to get some pants for his new job. and, And the day just went away. And that's what happens. That's life. And so how we react to that is what is so powerful to our children. How we react to those moments where it's chaos and it's out of control, that's what's going to matter years from now. Not that it was chaos. And so it's how did we respond to that chaos? What do we do in the midst of it? How do you get yourself back from those moments? So one of my favorite things that I do, and this is pretty bad that I'm confessing this on this podcast. And to be honest, I'm doing it right now. I got up and I threw on workout clothes. I have on my workout shorts and and everything. And I haven't even worked out today. But oh man, I figure if I go out, I can get away with it, right? Because people think, oh, she just came from a workout. So that's all right. You can you can sneak by and it's not true. I didn't I didn't work out. It was because I had to hurry and leave and I threw on workout clothes. Um, again, wouldn't recommend it all the time. I think it's important we look our best and we do actually work out in our workout clothes and then we shower and get dressed. But there are days, there are days that's all I can muster. I can muster throwing on a hat and some workout shorts and a t-shirt and I'm going to get through that day. And if that's you some days, then you do that, get through those days. Now, again, not a big fan that that's your lifestyle every single day. I think it's important if we have a significant other that we get dressed for them, we look our best for them. But girls, come on, let's be honest. There are days we just want coffee, 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 and workout clothes, and we are just get us through the day. If we get through the day, then we're all right. I mean, it's like a cartoon. In fact, I'm going to post this cartoon on the show notes too. You know, some days I'm like, superhero, give me a cape. And some days I'm like, hmm, did anyone call children's services? I'm somewhere in between. And uh, that's how you would find me. But that's just being honest. And that's all of us. Again, I remember walking into Old Navy one day and the lady checking out said, hey, are you, what do you have planned today? And I said, oh, you know, just trying to get some errands done. She said, well, you are dressed up. And I'm like, 
Whoa, I, yeah, I took a shower, I got dressed, put some makeup on, and I'm not sure if this woman had seen me before so many times in my workout clothes. She was amazed that I actually was like dressed and makeup on, or if that's just general what she's used to, that we women now are kind of going so slack. And so I think there's a balance. I think there's a balance in it all. So I just mentioned probably the other thing that I do to keep going as a fake super mom, and it is the amount of coffee that my body will, I mean, it is ridiculous if we're being honest, the amount of coffee I drink. So if you're anti-coffee, you're going to want to send me an email, I'm sure, and tell me how bad it is for me. But I wake up and I want coffee. Midday, I want a cup of coffee. Starbucks, I mean, there are any, the Starbucks that are in my driving routine, they all know my order and it is in between. It's some days it's a um, vanilla powder soy latte and other days it's a skinny vanilla almond milk latte. And they know me and they know that and it's a little embarrassing. And so I, it is what I do to survive. It is I am needing caffeine and caffeine. The amount of questions I have to answer from children is so overwhelming that all I can think is, I need some more energy. I need some more energy. And so coffee is a thing that seems to keep me going. And water. I know I need that water. Um, if my sweet friend, Christy, that you guys heard on the podcast a few weeks ago, she's listening to this, shaking her head right now going, girl, you should be drinking that water. So, but, but coffee is one thing that I love. And so there have been things I've given up sugar, I've given up, I can't eat gluten, I'm not supposed to have dairy. But I'm like, if somebody told me that I couldn't have coffee, I might just fall on the floor and pitch a good old toddler fit because it is what I need. What's the point of all this, you guys? Why am I sharing all these confessions with you? It's because as you get to know me on this podcast, you might draw some conclusions. Like, I mean, I've already started getting email from you guys asking me questions and, um, and you're wanting to think, huh, well, who is this girl? Does she really have it together? No, she really does not have it together. She really is a hot mess most days. But what I will say over and over again is that I love my children. I am for my children. Even as messed up as I can be, I want them to know that no one loves them more than me other than God of course he wins he's gonna always love them more but after that their mom their parents are for them and I am for them and so even in my mistakes even in my mishaps even in my not getting everything done that I want or me grabbing another coffee those are tools maybe that I use to survive or those are things that I go through as a mom they'll see that you know it's the way we live is the biggest testimony to our kids. It's, the, it's again, like I said, how we react to our day, how we react to the, the chaos, how we react to the unexpected. Those are the things that they're going to model their lives after. They'll become the kind of mom we are. They're going to become the kind of wife we are. They're going to become the kind of friend we are. They see it. They watch it. They hear it. They're going to hear us gossiping about a friend if we're doing it. They're going to hear us be unkind at the store if we are. And you know what? I'm sure I've messed up in all those areas. But I hope that they will mostly know, gosh, my mom loves big. She loves me. She loves others. Man, my mom would do anything for me. I know if I need anything, I can call her and she will do her very best to say yes. She will say why not versus why. 
She will try and say yes before she says no. And I think if that is your mantra and that is your goal, then this motherhood gig, it's going to go your way. And when these kids are grown, they're going to want to come home. They're going to want to be around you. They're going to want to be your friend at that point. They're going to want to bring their children to be around you. And there's nothing more than that that I would want. So next week, join me. I'm going to share some more confessions. Can you believe I have more mess ups than just this? I'm going to share them next week. I hope you'll be here and I hope you are somewhere saying yes today. Thanks so much for listening. Now, the Blue Crew is back. Let's go have some fun. In their first fully animated adventure. Nailed it. To escape a dangerous, undiscovered world, the Smurfs will have to team up with a whole new tribe. A village full of girls. Hey, I'm Smurfs, The Lost Village, rated PG, exclusively from Affirm Films. Get a free Bible-based discussion guide. Visit AffirmFilms.com to download it for free and enjoy great discussions with your whole family about the importance of purpose, friendship, honesty, and loyalty as seen in Smurfs, The Lost Village, now playing. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.